Greetings from Las Vegas and welcome to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you filing a report for Friday, September 15th. A lot of ground to cover on today's report. We'll go on record with one selection. It'll involve the college football game tonight in Tampa ESPN to televise South Florida playing host to Illinois. It's a home-and-home home series. These two teams will meet again next year in Champaign, and that's one handicapping tip I like to utilize. Study tonight's game. Think about a number for next year's game. Never too soon to uh, prepare uh, for upcoming action. It's uh, Lovey Smith against Charlie Strong. Interesting battle in the coaching box tonight. Both men made their reputations on defense. Lovey Smith probably did his best work with the Bears and the NFL defenses with the uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, Charlie Strong, uh, great at Louisville, not so good at the University of Texas. He's uh, the losingest coach in the history of Texas football in terms of win percentage, 16-21 and 21 in three years at the University of Texas. Strong out at Texas is now in at South Florida. I'll have an opinion on that game a bit later. The big showdown tomorrow night at the MGM Grand Garden. Well, no, it's the M- T-Mobile Arena, the MGM Grand is the host hotel. The MGM Grand Garden Arena will host the weigh-in later today, high noon. Golovkin against Alvarez, classic matchup for the middleweight title of the world. My contacts like Golovkin, and I would agree. Uh, Golovkin had more punching power, more precision. Um, I think Canelo is there for the taking. Price this morning at Westgate, Golovkin minus $1.40. That's the best price in the world. They must have had a player come in and take Canelo, maybe a five-figure bet there at uh, made the number uh, inviting on Golovkin. I haven't bet yet looking for anything lower than $1.40, but $1.40 will be acceptable, and I'll make that bet uh, probably sometime tomorrow afternoon, maybe early evening, just get a temperature of what's happening. I was at the MGM Grand Race and Sportsbook yesterday a lot of Hispanic fans in town. You see the Canelo t-shirts, the Canelo bandanas. Um, They like their Mexican superstar. Although, as I understand it, not all of Mexico loves Canelo Alvarez, and uh, that's kind of an interesting dynamic too. But I think in the end, when push comes to shove, they'll be rooting for Canelo over Gennady. Uh, Gennady Golovkin with a 23-fight streak of uh, knockouts before his last battle with Daniel Jacobs. He did drop Jacobs, but won a unanimous decision. Jacobs is tough, though. He might even be tougher than Canelo, some are saying. So it'll be Gennady Golovkin over Canelo Alvarez tomorrow night. That'll be the prediction on tomorrow's show. But uh, today's prediction involves that South Florida-Illinois game. Before we get to that, a lot of marquee matchups this weekend. The two best, I think, one Saturday and one Sunday. Clemson at Louisville. Uh, Clemson, a three-point road favorite. The total is 58. I lean to Clemson. Haven't made the wager yet. EOG contributor Blue Lines likes Clemson in this game. Clemson will get after the quarterback. 11 sacks last week against Auburn, uh, second in the country, I believe, last year in terms of uh, getting after the quarterback. And Lamar Jackson, uh, even though he is quick and evasive, uh, he he does get sacked. Uh, He was sacked a lot last year, and he'll be running for his life, I do believe, tomorrow night at Papa John Stadium in downtown Louisville. The big game on Sunday in the NFL, New England on the road, a six-point favorite over New Orleans. The total is sky high at 56.5. Brady against Breeze in a classic match. Up, uh, no opinion on that game. In fact, the NFL. I pay attention to the NFL. I watched every down in last night's Houston-Cincinnati game. What a snooze. Houston 13, Cincinnati 9. The Bengals have failed to score a touchdown in their first two games this season, both at home, and that is trouble 
for the coach-quarterback combination of Marvin Lewis and Andy Dalton. A.J. McCarron's the backup quarterback for Cincinnati. Not sure he'll get the call just yet because Dalton has done some good work through the years. Good at getting the Bengals to the playoffs. Not so good once they get there. Uh, Marvin Lewis, on the other hand, I think he is a gone uh, Final year of his contract, uh, Marvin Lewis wasn't re-signed or re-upped. Uh, or the team didn't re-up Marvin Lewis during the offseason. That's a bad sign. And here's the crushing blow. When you get blown out, when you have poor performances, uh, they weren't really blown out, but when, they were blown out in week one. But when you have poor performances uh, and you're the head coach of a team, you don't want those poor performances coming at home. Uh, you want those to come on the road. You get catch a lot more heat uh, from the fans. The fans put the pressure on the management. Uh, then they turn their back on the team. Uh, the television ratings are down. Sponsorship deals end. Uh, ticket sales slow. Uh, no concessions. No parking. You know it can be trouble for a, for a, ma- a manager or a coach in sports. And um, I think that'll be the case with Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. Uh, will he survive the year? That's probably a better question because I don't think he'll be the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals in 2018. You're listening to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you on a Friday. Congratulations to Deshaun Watson. He wins his first ever NFL start, and he did it with his feet. Watson with a 49-yard touchdown run, only touchdown of the game last night on a third and 15 play, made something out of nothing. Kudos to him. They were probably just trying to... uh, get off the field at that point on third and 15. Uh, A lot of times it's just a damage control, pin Cincinnati back with a good punt, but uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, an electric player, he did it at Clemson, national champion last year, and now he's doing it at the big-time level. Uh, Tom Savage was the starting quarterback in week one. Uh, He's a statue, according to Boomer Siason of of CBS, and uh, Siason was able to criticize uh, Savage. He won't criticize Watson with the same resolve. And he can't because uh, Watson's not a statue. But uh, Watson's progress will be looked at closely. The key for Watson is to see if he'll be able to read defenses, sit in the pocket, stand tall, and deliver the passes downfield. Uh, If he is able to do that, he becomes a dual-threat quarterback and extremely dangerous. And with that Houston defense, you don't have to do much as a quarterback. I'm not saying you have to be a game manager because Watson's a lot more than that, I do believe. But uh, an impressive performance in his career debut to get Houston uh, to the winner's circle. And about that lone touchdown of the game, I saw at the MGM Mirage, or at the MGM Mirage properties, they were dealing... Uh, no touchdown scored in the game at odds of 75 to 1. Now, the total on the game was 38 and a half. Not sure what the right price is. My guess is 75 to 1 is too short. Oftentimes, all of those props are underpriced. And the, the VIG gets to be about 40, 50% with some of those houses, um, especially at, at the strip properties, uh, MGM properties and uh, Caesars properties, and no bargains there very often. But uh, 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 no touchdown scored in the game would have paid off at 75-1, to 1, and it was close. Uh, Cincinnati didn't score, as I said, for a second straight week. They weren't shut out. They did uh, record three field goals, but Andy Dalton and that, o- and that offense better get going. And week two in the NFL is coming up, as mentioned. The uh, marquee game, New England at New Orleans. New England trying to bounce back off that disappointing loss. To Kansas City, they do have extra rest. Thinking about that game, though, that Kansas City team, that might have been more about Kansas City winning it uh, than New England losing it. I'm not sure I'd downgrade the Patriots too much from that one contest. And I do have a great number in the Tennessee-Jacksonville game. How about under 44? I wish I had bet more now. Isn't that always the case? Market moves your way and you wish you had 
two, three times the amount you have on it. Uh, not That number's down to 42 now as um, Jacksonville and Tennessee don't figure to score much. I guess weather could be an impact. Also, Jacksonville's pass rush is fierce. They recorded 10 sacks and forced four turnovers last week in their win over Houston. Okay, let's get to the play of the day. College football tonight. South Florida playing host to Illinois. The South Florida Bulls, a big favorites, a 17-point favorites. The total is high as 56. I'm under the total of 56 for a lot of reasons. I've already mentioned Charlie Strong against Lovey Smith as the coaching matchup, but if you watched Illinois last week, there's no way you can play this game over the total. Illinois' offense was no good. Illinois' defense was outstanding. Illinois held Western Kentucky to seven points last week. This is a team, Western Kentucky, that averaged 45.5 points per game last season, best in the nation. Illinois' defense is young. They start three true freshmen. They fly to the football. Um, Again, Lovey Smith, Hardy Nickerson, they're doing a great job, I'm sure, in terms of recruiting, getting young players in the system, and then playing that system. Lovey Smith, you know, with that NFL pedigree, they play to not lose. And they're not going to put Chase Crouch, the quarterback, in bad positions. He has an inability to throw the ball downfield, and that plays to the under as well. Uh, he's a He's got to be a game manager. Don't, don't want him to throw away the game on this defense that I think can stay competitive with USF and maybe bottle up the outstanding quarterback, Quinton Flowers. Uh, Flowers has been good throughout his career at South Florida. How about this for the Bulls? Uh, 30, they've, they've scored 30 points or more in 19 consecutive games. That's a credit to Flowers. It's also a credit to Willie Taggart, who's off to Oregon. You know, Charlie Strong, he doesn't get credit for that. Again, he's a defensive-minded coach. And um, I think USF will bottle up Illinois. It takes two teams to make the total. I think Illinois keeps USF's offense in check. And I believe uh, Illinois uh, can maintain or can contain somewhat Quinton Flowers. It's the group of five. American Athletic Conference foe against the Power Five, Big Ten foe. An interesting situation here, too, because you have the lower division team as a monster, a double-digit favorite at home. And again, mentioned earlier, uh, this is a home-and-home home series. In fact, they were discussing the possibility of playing this game in Champaign and playing next year's game in Tampa, but I guess the effects of Hurricane Irma uh, are gone there, and uh, they, they don't have to worry about weather this weekend in Tampa. Tampa will also play uh, Chicago the Bears on Sunday in an NFL contest. I saw Tampa a six-and-a-half-point favorite. But interesting situation here, too. Lovey Smith returning to Raymond James Stadium where he coached the Tampa Bay Bucks for two years. That was probably a low point in his career. Bears were up and down during his tenure. He did get the Bears to the Super Bowl one year, but for the most part. And he did have some um, tenure there with the Bears, I believe nine seasons uh, with Chicago before he was eventually let go. Did have some, some success too, I believe, with Mike Martz in St. Louis. He was the defensive coordinator for those teams with Mike Martz in St. Louis. Okay, a uh, couple of more notes before we leave the air. I want to say hello to Raynan Threes, a good friend who's helped me with Las Vegas radio many times uh, in the past few years. Here's to a weekend of endless possibilities with numerous options for all that to get down on. Uh, that's what he wrote today at eog.com and boy isn't that what gambling is all about the options the choices you want to get down on the right games at the right time i had a loser yesterday in the wnba i had phoenix 
plus 10 over the LA Sparks game got away with me uh, got away from me late not saying Phoenix was the right side but I felt okay down seven with two to go unfortunately LA scored the final eight points of the game Phoenix has had a nasty habit this year of doing that losing the last minute or two by a bigger big margin and uh, they played that game in the pyramid at Long Beach but I, I watched both WNBA games yesterday. They wheel back on Sunday. Here's one word of caution about the WNBA at this time of year. Very easy to set the numbers on the games. And because these teams are the best in the league, they're consistent. They'll play to their power rating. And uh, that's what makes uh, gambling difficult. I, I think you want to embrace inconsistency. You know, you want to look for the teams that are uh, good one day and bad the next. Other gamblers might say, uh, might scratch their head, I can't figure that team out, I'm not going to play. No, the key is to go figure out what makes them real good or real bad and then, uh, you know, find those spots uh, where, you know, where, where they do have a lot of variance in their performances, uh, the highs and lows, uh, because you don't want teams that play right to their power rating every game. Uh, that makes it very easy on the bookmaker, very tough on the gambler. Though, when When the bookmaker or when the lines maker makes numbers quickly on games, those are easy numbers to set. You want complicated fact. You want tough puzzles. You want injuries. You want weather. Uh, you know, you want uh, variables uh, that are tough to assess. I think the tougher the puzzle, the better uh, for the serious-minded handicapper. Before we leave the air, a couple of quick baseball notes. The Cleveland Indians continue on. They've won 22 straight. They're a huge favorite at home against Kansas City tonight. Bauer and Vargas didn't play the game. I see Cleveland minus 222 at CG Technology. The total on that game is 9. Credit the Indians last night. Bottom of the eighth inning, they were stuck 2-1, had the bags juiced and one out. Two foul pop-ups uh, got the Kansas City Royals out of that jam, but then the Indians rallied in the ninth. How about Frankie Lindor, the double off the left field wall, scoring runner who was on base, who was on first, running with the uh, on contact and was able to score from first base. I thought the left fielder may have misplayed that ball too, but uh, doesn't matter. Jay, uh, Jay Bruce then was the uh, hitting hero with the the RBI in the 10th inning as the Indians continue that winning streak with a 3-2 victory. Don't have an opinion on the Indians here, but it'll be an interesting postseason to handicap what with all that's gone on. The streaking Indians, the struggling Dodgers, the consistent Nationals, uh, the underperforming Cubs. That's if they make the postseason. No guarantees. They have a big game today at Wrigley Field. Lackey and Martinez, Cubs and Cards. Lackey only $1.18. The total on the game, 9 under, minus 15. Haven't made a play on that game. The one recommendation I do have, again, Illinois and South Florida. I believe it's betting number 107-108. Illinois and South Florida under the total of 56. I'll hang my hat on that play and be back first thing tomorrow morning with a college football preview. Thanks for listening to the EOG Sports Hour. Go to EOG.com. We've got a free contest with a chance to win $500 cash dealing with the week two in the NFL. It's a qualifying round this week. You'll be in the spotlight next week if you're able to win the qualifier. Big Daddy won the qualifier in week one. He's our featured handicapper in week Two and kudos to Computer Bob. How about that three, one, and one week? Uh, opening week of the NFL season, he wins $500 cash. Compliments of EOG, Bet DSI, and Ion Gaming Contributor 1. Thanks for listening to the EOG Sports Hour.